with insights and analysis of today's rapidly shifting world. Welcome to the Cindy Gross Show, talk radio's premier Jewish woman activist, Cindy Gross, featuring exclusive interviews with today's top newsmakers and trendsetters. And now, Cindy Gross. Radio's premier Jewish woman activist. And you don't have to be Jewish to participate in our show. In fact, we bring the best of the Jewish world to the non-Jewish world and the best of the non-Jewish world to the Jewish world because we have so much in common and we have so much to learn from each other. We have a huge show tonight, so let's get started. Welcome into my corner and my opening pearls of wisdom. Tonight, is a very special show to me because many of you know that I am an education activist. I was CRT before it was even known. I was even fighting the teachers unions and the corruption in public schools way before Common Core. I called out teachers that were breaking rules with chancellor's regulations and state and federal laws. I was calling out school bullying, and I was calling out those who are supposed to help students uh, get the proper support they need through guidance and extra help that were not doing their job. And what did I get for that? I got a retaliation and harassment that has been going on now for over a decade. This year, 2022, is very important for local elections, especially for school boards and for local judges. Why? Because they impact your life the most. They're telling you how to raise your children and what is right and wrong in their minds legally. Don't forget, a judge also is a parent, is a taxpayer, has opinions, and uses those opinions on the bench. Nothing can be more truthful than what's going on in my case. Because I've been so outspoken, especially the past 12 months with parents from the school district that I taught from, now, all of a sudden, the lawsuit of opposition, who is the Department of Education of the City of New York, wants to have my case dismissed. They can't uh, bring forward the discovery demands we requested and many of the witnesses because Everything that I actually had reported turned out to be true, including people that did break the law and did go to jail, including tampering of evidence in a 30-20 arbitration that never should have taken place. And now we're going to talk about judges. There is something called an Article 75 where people can appeal their cases. Turns out the judge in my case never ever sides with teachers or any other union members. In fact, he was actually somebody who allowed somebody who sexually abused people to go free. And the county clerk of Queens has a major conflict of interest that was never exposed. I'm talking about former Assemblywoman Audrey Pfeffer, who is from South Queens and where her daughter is currently an assembly member herself. Both of them had been endorsed through the years with the United Federation of Teachers and worked closely. In fact, 
Stacy Fefa Amato proudly boasts she is a U of T member. You would think people like this would be honest enough to excuse themselves from cases. But instead, they not only got involved in the case, they did things that are somewhat questionable. Audrey Pfeffer signed and approved the dismissal of an Article 75 in a matter of days. Now, anybody who's ever been in a court system, whether or not it's for a divorce, for a parking ticket that they want to fight, for bankruptcy, criminal law, especially since COVID knows exactly what's going on in the court system and how it takes forever to get dates for conferences, for uh, getting uh, opposition papers, and things that would seem to take six to nine months usually take three to five years. You know how long it took Orgy Pfeffer and Judge Kerrigan to sign off on an Article 75 with thousands of papers to read and to research and investigate? How about two weeks? That's right, two weeks. And my attorneys at the time could not get the documents for another two months. They refused to get them. We finally got them over two months afterwards. Think something's a little fishy? I'm asking every single one of you to look very carefully at your school board elections that are going on right now across the country and look at local judges who are running. In fact, I'm introducing you to someone running in Dallas because you've seen her on Fox News because she was a parent who was bullied for standing up for her constitutional rights. There should be more of you following Lauren Davis and taking her as an example of what we can do. And we're going to talk to Mark Mix, the head of Right to Work. We're going to talk about my case and other cases across the country, because now is the time to take back our education, take back our children's future, because if we don't do it in 2022, we might never have the opportunity again. And I'm asking each and every one of you to reach out to me to contact all of your media contacts, all of your school boards. I will talk to them through Zoom meetings. I will talk to every parent, every taxpayer who is concerned about the quality of education and the honesty of our court systems around the country, whether they are local, state, and national. I am very serious about this. Please reach out to me through LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, I want to hear your story and I want to hear from you in the media. And I also want you to email me through cindyscorners at gmail.com. This is such an important issue. This is very personal. I'll stand up for you. I will talk with you and I will make sure that justice prevails. Hi, it's Cindy Gross here. Talk Radio's premier Jewish women activist who likes to share with you products that you don't have to be Jewish to enjoy. Are you like me and looking forward to this Mother's Day? Many of you know it's my first Mother's Day as a grandma. And I was also bat mitzvahed on a Sunday Mother's Day. So this day always holds special memories in my heart. At Kosher CBD, they have created gift cards for you to show your moms, your grandmas, anybody you want to give a gift to just how much she means to you. 
You can choose a few products for her or try some new ones. And show your mother just how much you love her by letting her choose her way to relax on her own. And if that's not good enough, you can also use the code CINDY35 for 35% off your order. Whether it's for one product or many products. And these products are kosher and answer to a higher authority. So enjoy your Mother's Day with Cindy Gross and Kosher CBD. Prairie Street Prime is revolutionizing the luxury kosher experience by delivering Star K certified, USDA Prime, high choice, and dry aged kosher beef, veal, and lamb right to your door. With culinary excellence, education, and community at the heart of our mission, we're demystifying kosher cuisine and empowering our community with innovative recipes and chef led tutorials that build confidence and foster fun in the kitchen. Our latest offering, dry aged beef, takes luxury kosher cuisine to a whole new level. You can currently get all of our rib-based beef and briskets dry-aged with additional products coming just in time for Passover. Each step in our process is thoughtfully curated and Star K approved to ensure your meat strictly adheres to kosher protocols. Order now at prairiestreetprime.com for delivery anywhere in the U.S. Find us on Instagram and enter our dry age sweepstakes before Monday, April 4th, 2022 for a chance to win our four bone USDA prime 28 day dry age prime rib or our USDA prime 28 day dry age tomahawk. Prairie Street Prime is your luxury kosher experience. You're listening to America's premier Jewish woman activist, Cindy Gross. Welcome back and get ready for more of Cindy's exclusive insights and analysis right here on the Cindy Gross Show. Joining us again at the Cindy Gross Show is Mark Nix from the National Right to Work Committee, who is probably one of the leading voices, if not the leading voice, fighting teachers unions, fighting for parents and students across the country, among the many other unions he fights against because he's fighting for taxpayer rights, really. And because of everything going on right now with people going to vote for local elections, and of course, the headlines of the war between Randy Weingarten and Governor Ron DeSantis, he has been making a lot of news. So thank you for joining the Cindy Gross Show. And Tell us what's going on headlines right now for parents and taxpayers to be aware of. Well, well, Cindy, first and foremost, I mean, I think one of, you're one of the foremost fighters against the teacher union monopoly power. Obviously, you've had courage to stand up and fight. And unfortunately, a lot of teachers, a lot of people across the country don't have the courage to stand up and fight because they're afraid sometimes. They have fear. And it's reasonable to think that. You know, at the National Right to Work Legal Defense Foundation, we represent clients all across the country um, that have the courage to stand up and fight. And oftentimes, it comes with a cost. It comes with consequences of being ostracized or being attacked or being, you know, trying to attempts to embarrass people because they stand up and fight a bureaucracy. So, Cindy, I, uh, that, t- that title of the foremost the fighter against teacher union bureaucracy, I think you might have earned that and continue to earn it with your efforts to, first of all, expose it what you're doing here with your podcast and, and bringing teachers and parents and, and uh, opportunities uh, for me and our people to talk a little bit about what's going on in the school system. So thank you for what you're doing. But thank yes, you. 
the monopoly bargaining power that teacher unions have across this country, particularly in New York under the Taylor Law, which gives them the ability to basically take your future, your educational expertise, and basically have control over it and stop you from exposing the injustice that occurs in the classroom, the, 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 the malfeasance of a bureaucracy that basically has nothing, no interest in educating children, but maintaining their power over the school system is a relevant part of any discussion as we talk about gov the government school system. And it's Randy Weingarten, who you've helped to expose in a major way, uh, that parents have begun to see over the last two, two and a half years what this bureaucracy, what this union power has done to the government school system. And it's a terrible story. It's harming children. It's harming taxpayers. It's harming parents. And frankly, Cindy, it's, it's harming teachers across the country, too. Well, as I say to people, it's really their own fault because as I've been exposing and others, I've been exposing the connections between teachers unions, the local people, the assembly people, the state senate, the legislators, all those local people that are reachable to the voter, they are endorsed and, you know, they volunteer for campaigns with the teachers unions. In my own situation, uh, I have probably now five or six people that were elected officials that are supposed to be witnesses in my case. And I can't even have them come as witnesses because either they sat in jail or uh, they were in jail and they were the witnesses for the Department of Education. And everything I whistleblew about them turned out to be true. And parents, it's your fault. Taxpayers, it's your fault. If you think you have to vote one way all the time, look at your opposition. I mean, the best example right now is Governor Ron DeSantis standing up to Randy Weingarten. And you've been very outspoken about what he's done and how uh, parents should take a lead from him. Yeah, Governor DeSantis seems to be fearless. Uh, and in politics, that's a rare, rare characteristic. And, uh, you know, obviously he does, he does lots of things that many people may disagree with or agree with. And certainly when it comes to the educational institute, certainly when it comes to standing up to the teachers' unions and the critical race theory and what's happening in the government school system, I think there's a lot of parents out there that are saying, you know, all power, go, go ahead, keep going. And they would say that to you, Cindy, as well. You know, after reading your story in PJ Media, I think back in June of last year and reading about the, the turmoil and the, what you went through, having a guy like DeSantis stand up and fight what, you know, the things that you've exposed. I mean, I, I think I saw one email from Randy Weingarten to you saying, you know, we have nobody else that complains like you. And that's just a flat out lie. There are teachers across the country that we know of, that we represent, that are having trouble with union representatives, union stewards, with Uniserve agents from the NEA and, and professionals, quote unquote, from the AFT that are basically taking teachers' rights and, and teacher, uh, teacher initiative like yours and trying to push it aside. So what Governor DeSantis is doing is making, getting attention nationally. I think most parents are saying, you know, keep it up, keep going. And we're looking at the numbers in states like California and New York. The enrollment in the government school system is dropping, not because, not because they're losing kids, but because parents are making decisions based on what they've learned over the last two years and what you've helped them understand through this odyssey that you've been on uh, in the government school system, saying, you know what, this may not be a favorable place for our children. And certainly you've exposed that in, in just the, 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 the situation you've been in. So, yeah, we're encouraging Ron DeSantis to continue. One of the problems is, is this union monopoly power. And as I mentioned in New York State, the Taylor Law grants Randy Weingarten and union officials the power over your future 
in the classroom and your control over your future in the classroom. The control over what you can do in the classroom as it relates to the educational system. And it's that union monopoly power that's the common denominator of all this. DeSantis has exposed it and basically COVID has exposed Randy Weingarten for who she is and the type of views she has about the government school system and who should be involved. And, you know, I think no better, no better case study was was Terry McAuliffe, the candidate for governor in, in uh, Virginia, a Democrat candidate, who said he didn't think the teachers or their parents had really any role in the education of their children. And I think that's something that Randy Weingarten believes, too, frankly. So I could tell you I see a big trend. I know I was involved last year with uh, parents from the Student Improvement Association that was featured in the New York Post in the same school district that I'm suing. They want to start to sue because they're questioning their black parents questioning the uh, lack of achievement, the bullying, the uh, abuses of staff, etc. I see it's happening now in Baltimore. I see parents in Chicago. They're all minority parents who, for the most part, continue to vote Democratic and feed into this. It's time to wake up. And I'm not saying every Republican is perfect because I know Republicans that are just as afraid of the teachers unions backing away from them. But what a lot of people don't know in that 2019, Randy Weingarten partnered with Michelle Obama to do a get out the vote for high school students to make sure high schools, um, public schools where your tax dollars are, are enlisting uh, voters for the Democratic Party. And I think so many people realize that there is just so much intermingling besides just lessons in a classroom uh, between Democratic politics, elected officials and the teachers unions and not just the teachers unions, the supervisors unions, all the business unions that are tied to it. I mean, people forget there are lunch lunchroom programs that have all the unions involved. So there's a lot of money to be made if you stick with the teachers unions. Am I right? Yeah, you're absolutely right. And let me unpack that just a little bit. You know, the thing you talked about first was kind of the control over the schools. We're working, uh, reporting on a case in Louisville, Kentucky right now, where basically the school system is trying to pay teachers to go into very difficult schools like you went into. I mean, you know, minority schools that are underachieving and that, you know, that have a this turnover every year of the teacher. The teacher goes in and says, I can't do this anymore uh, because they're new, generally new teachers. And of course, you know, the salary step schedule for teachers is very very simple. You either stay in to get the only way you can get paid more is not being a great teacher, not taking on the riskiest teaching situations in schools that are underachieving that may be in minority districts. The only way you can get a pay raise or get any any promotion is just to stay an extra year and work off that salary schedule that goes up. So the mayor down there was trying to pay teachers to go into these schools that were having trouble. And I guess you can only guess who put up the big stop sign, Cindy. It was the teachers union said, no, 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 you can't do anything. You can't honor or reward teachers that are willing to go into a class environment like that to basically show their expertise and be great teachers and stay and get a little more incentive to go and stay than those just early teachers, first year teachers that they push into the school district who immediately after the first week in class, you know, some of the stories that you tell about your classroom have been, you know, pretty interesting. How you sustained and persevered through that is another story in and of itself. So the teachers union is basically stopping the best teachers or rewarding teachers to go into these underachieving schools. On the other side of it, you talk about the politics. You're absolutely right. I mean, we do a study, our, uh, we have an affiliated research arm called the National Institute for Labor Relations Research, and they do a study every two years of big labor contributions to politics. And we know that they spend upwards of $1.8 to $2 billion every year on federal politics alone. 
So what's interesting in your case bears this out, Cindy. You know, the union officials are sitting on the same side of the table that they elect to negotiate over your future. And that's not a very good position for you, for taxpayers or students, when they're paying big money to basically elect people that they can sit down and, quote, negotiate with. I think Justice Alito put it best in the Janus decision. He talked about how unions, government unions in particular, and specifically teachers unions, are basically political entities. They're all about politics. And when they can have taxpayer money funneled into their system and then use that money, the dues money and the fees money that you're forced to pay in New York in order to teach, um, and they can use that for politics, it really is a vicious political cycle and it doesn't work. And that's why the Supreme Court majority ruled that no government employee anywhere in America can be forced to pay dues or fees to work for their government, whether it be in the classroom or in a county office or a city office or the dog catcher's office, because they're political groups, just as you explained in your in your comments. So I'd like to have you back next month just to talk about evaluations, because we hear about school evaluations, but there is a whole corrupt system of evaluating teachers and have teachers that don't... Uh, who aren't evaluated for their academic achievements or their guidelines for success, but rather if they're best friends with the principal, if they keep their math quiet, suddenly go through an arbitration called the 3020 in New York that it goes on and how corrupt they are because the monies who pay for this are all tied to teachers unions and mayoral controls. So it's very interesting, especially for those that don't know just how corrupt the whole system is with evaluations, whether or not it's the quality reviews in classrooms, student reviews with social promotion, because if they're not promoted academically and they're promoted socially, then they get a better grade in their school. It's all tied together. It's all stemming from the teachers unions. And people are starting to wake up and say, Teachers unions have to start to be questioned. We're hearing this. We're even hearing this from moderate Democrats who are backing away from the radical left, who are starting to see their party falling apart because not everybody wants us to become socialist. Yeah, that's right. And, and you know, I, we owe a debt of gratitude to you for exposing it. Not, it's not many people that have gotten the kind of the view. And I mean, I don't mean that in a negative way in the sense that you've experienced this and you've seen it firsthand. And so the more we can talk about it, I think the more parents and, and taxpayers will understand just how the system has devolved into a position where folks like Randy Weingarten can be running our schools and have ultimate control over what happens in the classroom. It's wrong. It's, it's got to be corrected. And the only way we can do that is, is continue to shine sunshine on it and expose it for what it is. And we I need appreciate more what you're doing, Cindy. We need more of the right wing media to do it. I mean, they're talking about some parents that are speaking out, but they're not talking enough to people like myself. And I have other teachers that reach out to me and even other principals that are involved that are trying to expose it, that have been trying to expose it. Um, right now, it's the parents because of the school boards with CRT, but we need more help from our side as well. It's not education is a nonpartisan issue that needs bipartisan support. And that means mainstream media better take a hold of this issue because it's killing our kids and ultimately it's killing our future. Yeah. 
Exactly. And hopefully, you're, you know, the work that you're doing will continue to expose it. We'll try to. Our litigation on behalf of teachers, uh, we have lots of clients who we're trying to help. But yeah, the mainstream so-called media doesn't necessarily get interested in this because they have a political bias. And that political bias is in favor of it. But I think, you know, Cindy, there's something about when their children are getting into this, these problems in the government school systems, if they're there, uh, that may help expose it a little bit more. And certainly, we're, we're farther along over the last two years because of COVID and because of the way the government school systems operated over the last two years or the exposure thereof, we're a little farther along. And elections like in Virginia uh, can expose that type of power. And I think 2022 may have a ne- maybe the bet next big step in exposing uh, what you've been fighting against for, de- you know, for almost a decade now, for more than a decade, I think, right? It's been a, a long time. In 2003, I'll just close with this. I was awarded one of four teachers, what they called a path farmed award. And my school got $35,000 because of the fourth, uh, third grade classes, statewide test scores. And it was given to me by the state Senator, James Sanders. James Sanders is up for reelection now. And people thought I should run against him using this. But again, a lot of my the people around me and my legal team said it would not be the best at this time, being it's still an ongoing litigation. But it would have been funny because, uh, you know, here it is. It, everything comes, that goes around comes around. And you will be coming around again to the Cindy Gross Show. Where can our listeners reach out to you and your organization? Yeah, they can find us on that amazing Internet at www.nrtw.org, nrtw.org. Thank you so much, Mark Mix, for coming on again. And we're going to see you next month. I really want to discuss the corruption tied to the evaluation systems, especially for whistleblowers like myself, because there are thousands across the country that have suffered for trying to help our children. Thanks, Cindy. Thank you. Hi, it's Cindy Gross here, Talk Radio's premier Jewish women activist who likes to share with you products that you don't have to be Jewish to enjoy. Are you like me and looking forward to this Mother's Day? Many of you know it's my first Mother's Day as a grandma. And I was also bat mitzvahed on a Sunday Mother's Day. So this day always holds special memories in my heart. At Kosher CBD, they have created gift cards for you to show your moms, your grandmas, anybody you want to give a gift to, just how much she means to you. You can choose a few products for her or try some new ones. And show your mother just how much you love her by letting her choose her way to relax on her own. And if that's not good enough, You can also use the code CINDY35 for 35% off your order, whether it's for one product or many products. And these products are kosher and answer to a higher authority. So enjoy your Mother's Day with Cindy Gross and Kosher CBD.
Prairie Street Prime is revolutionizing the luxury kosher experience by delivering Star Case certified, USDA Prime, high choice, and dry aged kosher beef, veal, and lamb right to your door. With culinary excellence, education, and community at the heart of our mission, we're demystifying kosher cuisine and empowering our community with innovative recipes and chef led tutorials that build confidence and foster fun in the kitchen. Our latest offering, dry aged beef, takes luxury kosher cuisine to a whole new level. You can currently get all of our rib-based beef and briskets dry-aged with additional products coming just in time for Passover. Each step in our process is thoughtfully curated and Star K approved to ensure your meat strictly adheres to kosher protocols. Order now at prairiestreetprime.com for delivery anywhere in the U.S. Find us on Instagram and enter our dry age sweepstakes before Monday, April 4th, 2022 for a chance to win our four bone USDA prime 28 day dry age prime rib or our USDA prime 28 day dry age tomahawk. Prairie Street Prime is your luxury kosher experience. You're listening to America's premier Jewish woman activist, Cindy Gross. Welcome back and get ready for more of Cindy's exclusive insights and analysis right here on the Cindy Gross Show. Joining us now is Lauren Davis. Her face might be familiar to you because she's been on Fox News and in other national media. Her name might not be as familiar, but her story is all too familiar. Lauren Never thought she was going to be a politician. And yet she actually got thrown into it as a parent fighting for her children's rights and then experiencing unprecedented bullying because she was standing up for her constitutional and amendment rights. She is in running in Dallas for county judge. She's going to explain why 2022 is the year of local elections. And we invite her and thank her for joining the Cindy Gross Show. Thank you, Cindy, for having me. So really we've great been in, to get the message out. <laughs> we've been in contact many months because uh, as a member of uh, Jewish Vote GOP and as the founder, we support you and we endorsed your candidacy because you believe in school choice and freedoms from the Constitution. And tell us a little bit and remind us your story about what happened to you when you were standing up for your rights and your children's rights in public school. Sure. Yes, I have three kids and um, they all go to Dallas Independent School District and have um, since they started pre-K and kindergarten. And so at the beginning of this school year, our superintendent, Michael Hinojosa, um, decided to defy Governor Abbott's GA38 order. He put a ban on mask mandates because he knew these schools were trying to still mask our children um, against our will, even two years into this pandemic. And so we had a choice to make. I mean, they threw this on us two days beforehand and two out of three of my kids have really you know, significant health issues. And I just felt like at this point in the pandemic, it, uh, we have enough information to make our own choices, especially as parents over our children and ourselves. And we exercised our parental rights um, my two children that went to a school called Dealey Montessori, it's a Dallas magnet school, still public, um, were the only two out of 604 kids that showed up on the first day without a mask. And so the administration, the district, the teachers, the school thought they could just um, 
put their thumbs um, on our family, on my children specifically, and decided to put my daughter, who's 11, in fifth grade, behind cones, an arbitrary line of cones in the PE classroom, where she had to stay behind the line while she watched all the other kids play. So that was just step one. And then when we didn't bend and we continued to exercise our parental rights and make that choice for our kids, they removed both of them, eighth grade and fifth grader, from their education entirely, put the, isolated them in the library. Um, they couldn't go to any classes, no PE, no art, no music. Um, they couldn't even access the cafeteria where all the other kids are unmasked while they ate. And then they eventually built a plexiglass cage, and that is no exaggeration, floor to ceiling with a small opening um, where uh, their attempt to keep all the other children safe from mine in the library. So they were just put on full display. Um, my fifth grade daughter was told she deserves to die by another fifth grade boy. Um, they had teachers harass them and then they eventually, the teachers were trying to get my son, son who's in eighth grade, um, expelled and sent to alternative school um, for things he, he wasn't doing. So they were coercing him, intimidating them. It just was, it was over the top insanity. Which is funny because, or it's sad because in New York, we have the chancellor's regulations run by the mayor's office of code of violations. You described verbal abuse, physical mm -hmm. abuse, uh, teacher abuse. These teachers should, would be in the rubber room headlines of the New York Post and, and under intense investigations for anything else other than what you described. And you're describing it in a state that's, quote unquote, a red state that supposedly Texas. Republicans are securing. Yeah, not so much. And, you know, the whole experience um, was incredibly unnerving and, you know, why I decided to, to make a difference and go into politics, um, which I say I'll never be a politician. I'll be in politics, but I won't be a politician, um, is because we saw what these mandates and policies are doing to our community. It caused my, uh, my kids to lose every friend they ever had. I have an older son who's in high school and even him being removed out of that school that uh, the other two were in, were receiving messages on his games, playing with his, you know, quote, friends saying your mom um, should go kill herself and F your mom. And all these things are just getting treated so terribly. We lost every friend we had ever had in that community. Um, all because we took a stand and I'm starting to find out that in society, apparently the most valuable thing is people's social networks. Even if it's right. among people who you don't agree with you, they don't want to risk it. And so we got to the point where parents didn't even want to sit with us um, on the soccer bleachers at a soccer game with parents that we had vacationed with, happy houred with, um, just been and friends. One of my most best friends, I would have called a sister, completely turned on me. And um, this is by design. Um, our government is, uh, we had a chance to come together in our suffering through COVID and instead they took an opportunity to divide us like we've never been before. And it, it hit us so deeply. It was incredibly disturbing. So I always tell my audience, and I've been discussing this and bringing on various candidates for school boards and other local areas. I always tell people, Local elections actually count more than the national ones because they're the ones that affect you immediately. And one of my listeners just uh, wrote in and asked, how come you didn't go for the school board because your, your situation is so involved with school? Tell us the importance of getting involved in local judge 
elections. And tell us a little bit about the county judge in Dallas position, because as you explained it to me, it's a little bit different everywhere you live. Yes, and I have gotten that a lot. And so the reason why I went for Dallas County Judge is because it's not a judge in as in judicial sense. Um, in Texas, it's in name only. It's a commissioner's court. So it's our highest form of county government. It's the government that takes the state policies and bring, brings them down to the local level. And so our county judge is more like a CEO of the county. Dallas County is the ninth, ninth largest in the United States. It's about 2.7 million people, 31 cities comprise this county. And so they're in charge of our emergency response and our health and human services, as well as our elections, the administration of our elections, um, our sheriff's department, our county jails, which all of our cities use the county jail. So it's a very important position. Um, it sets tax rates and approves contracts and budgets for both the county hospital and the county itself. So it is what directly gave permission for the school district to be an absolute tyrant. Uh, they could have never done that had the county judge, the current one, defied the governor's order. And so that's why I chose to go for that position as opposed to school board, because honestly, my skill set, um, besides being a, a mother of three, is not in education. I don't know that much. I know that it came and completely chewed and spit out our family for our conservative Christian values. And that's what I know. Um, and that was done through the policies of the greater county local government. And so I'm a small business owner. My husband and I started a company, a chain of barber shops called the Gents Place when we were 25. Um, and God willing, we've been through the pandemic and made it out strong. But my skill set is in being a CEO um, and being a mother. And so I just felt like as we go through and our parents and we're getting involved in our local politics, that it's not only the school board, but it is our county races. Um, and then you have the national, state and national races, but we cannot skip that middle. We cannot go from national and state and down to the school board and expect anything to change. Correct. Um, we have to focus on, on it all. So like, as we were talking about, because you were so interested in my lawsuit in New York against the uh, public school, the New York City Department of Education and the involvement of the teachers union and local elected officials, one of the judges in one of the uh, situations I'm involved in one of the court cases is a current assembly person and her mother was and endorsed by the U of T, took U of T money and support and also is a U of T member. So with your oversight in, that, in Dallas, you would have a say in something like this. And I don't know if we have even something like this in New York. So it's pretty incredible. Yeah, it really is. And we have to go where our skill sets match. And we can't lose sight. Every position is important. And the judicial judges are important because as your lawsuit's moving through the courts, you know, if you have a partisan judge that directly impacts your ability to get justice, and um, you can see that in Dallas County, all of our judicial judges, our district court judges are very liberal. And so as this um, fight against between the uh, highest level county official, which is the county judge, which is again, the CEO of Dallas County, um, in direct contrast to our AG um, Paxton and um, Governor Abbott, when you have liberal um, partisan judges in the courts, it is having to make its way all the way to the Texas Supreme Court to even get a ruling on this dispute in power when it should be an open and closed case. The county judge should never be in conflict 
with um, your governor. And when you have liberal judges, um, you can't get justice. And so I think that's, right. you know, what you're saying and then what we're definitely saying here. And so every position is important. We can't overlook a single one ever again. Where can our audience uh, reach out to you, find out more about you, donate? I mean, this is a national campaign. This was on Fox News because what's going on in Dallas is going on in 50 states and everybody has school board elections coming up between now and June. Where can they reach out to you? Sure. My website is um, davis4dallas.com, the number four. So davis4dallas.com. It has everything about my campaign. You can follow me on all my socials through that website. Um, You can donate. I think we should all be supporting local candidates all across the country because these races are getting more and more expensive because this national money, like Nancy Pelosi, was down and talking to to our current county judge about healthcare. And so it's going, they're bringing in national money. So we're at war in every one of our counties across the country. So we should all support each other and support parental, uh, this parental movement that's sweeping the nation. Lauren Davis, thank you for joining the Cindy Gross Show. Thank you for having me. Hi, it's Cindy Gross here, talk radio's premier Jewish women activist who likes to share with you products that you don't have to be Jewish to enjoy. Are you like me and looking forward to this Mother's Day? Many of you know it's my first Mother's Day as a grandma. And I was also bat mitzvahed on a Sunday Mother's Day. So this day always holds special memories in my heart. At Kosher CBD, they have created gift cards for you to show your moms, your grandmas, anybody you want to give a gift to, just how much she means to you. You can choose a few products for her or try some new ones. And show your mother just how much you love her by letting her choose her way to relax on her own. And if that's not good enough... You can also use the code CINDY35 for 35% off your order, whether it's for one product or many products. And these products are kosher and answer to a higher authority. So enjoy your Mother's Day with Cindy Gross and Kosher CBD. Prairie Street Prime is revolutionizing the luxury kosher experience by delivering Star Case certified, USDA Prime, high choice and dry aged kosher beef, veal and lamb right to your door. With culinary excellence, education and community at the heart of our mission, we're demystifying kosher cuisine and empowering our community with innovative recipes and chef led tutorials that build confidence and foster fun in the kitchen. Our latest offering, dry aged beef, takes luxury kosher cuisine to a whole new level. You can currently get all of our rib-based beef and briskets dry-aged with additional products coming just in time for Passover. Each step in our process is thoughtfully curated and Star K approved to ensure your meat strictly adheres to kosher protocols. Order now at prairiestreetprime.com for delivery anywhere in the U.S. 
Find us on Instagram and enter our dry age sweepstakes before Monday, April 4th, 2022 for a chance to win our four bone USDA prime 28 day dry age prime rib or our USDA prime 28 day dry age tomahawk. Prairie Street Prime is your luxury kosher experience. You're listening to America's premier Jewish woman activist, Cindy Gross. Welcome back and get ready for more of Cindy's exclusive insights and analysis right here on The Cindy Gross Show. Today's show featured education. So for my closing pearls of wisdom, I want to talk to you about what you should know about education. And just how much is tied to education and politics. When I filed my lawsuit in February 2011, March 1st, the New York Post featured the article. I refused to talk to them. And they found out the lawsuit through public records. 11 days later, All of a sudden, an unsigned letter, by the way, because you're going to see it on the screen from, quote unquote, a PTA president, along with the principal, sent a letter to four local elected officials. Let me show you on the screen the letter. Shirley Huntley was arrested and set in jail. William Scarborough was elected to office. He was found guilty of crimes and was sitting in jail. Malcolm Smith was elected to office. He also was found guilty of crimes, sat in jail. Councilman Sanders is now State Senator Sanders. And if you Google him, he's cried the race card for not being able to get a taxi cab. He's under federal investigations, including investigations from community members. You know what the funny thing is? Here's a coincidence. All four of them work closely with the teachers unions and work closely with the principal of my school who herself pleaded guilty to money laundering from one government agency to another. They also worked very closely with a nonprofit organization in my building that I exposed in 2011 and 2010 and 2009 It just wasn't making sense what was going on in the school with this program. Well, in 2013, the leader of that organization was arrested for embezzlement. So here are the witnesses we want to bring in. We need the discovery in my case, the paperwork, the evidence, the connections among everybody. We can't get it. The excuses are everything from changing lawyers to Long time happening, long ago. So many people are not there anymore. COVID, budget excuses. Oh, the superintendent who the letter was written to, he was also fired and arrested for sexually abusing staff members. You get the point? It's all connected, just like a strand of beads. But the beads they have, the pearls of wisdom, their pearls of wisdom are we can get away with it. I'm telling you, you can get away with it until you meet Cindy Gross. Thanks for joining this week's show. 
and join me next week for some pearls of wisdom because you don't have to be Jewish to participate in the Cindy Gross Show. Thanks for joining today's Cindy Gross Show. America's premier Jewish woman activist. Be sure to download Cindy's next show as well as previous ones available internationally on iHeartRadio, Spotify, and in Israel on Jewish podcasts. See you next time on The Cindy Gross Show. <laughs>